0: Welcome back, guys. Here we are. Another season, season two of A Guy, A Girl, and a Rock Pod. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for sharing with all your friends. This is so fun. It's fun talking about new bands. It's fun talking about the old ones.
1: This episode, we are talking about Dragon Force, Judas Priest, Megadeth, Dream Theater, Bon Jovi, Buck Cherry, and more.
0: Stay tuned and rock out with our pod out. all right here we go guys we're opening it up first off we're going to be talking about
1: we got some new music out two big bands releasing music judas priest and dragon force each released a new song uh, we got Power of the Triforce by Dragon Force.
0: Hey, I really like this one.
1: And Judas Priest released Trial by Fire. So Judas Priest has got the Invincible Shield album. It's coming out March 8th, 2024. Super stoked for it. The first single was Panic Attack. That one came out uh, a little while ago. I really love that. That sounded just like classic Priest to me.
0: It really did. I really like Trial by Fire.
1: Trial by fire is the the newest single just came out super stoked for it uh And you you loved it.
0: I really did. I think these guys just haven't lost it. This was a classic Judas Priest song. It actually reminded me of another Judas Priest song. And me and Eric went through all the songs. And then it was... um,
1: It was Judas Rising.
0: Yeah, it was Judas Rising.
1: Judas Rising from Angel of Retribution. uh, This kind of has a lot of the same vibes. It's got the fade in, in the beginning, classic Judas Priest stuff. And then uh, just the kind of the way that they hit the actual title of the song, the trial by fire. Yeah, it's uh, it's very it reminds me of that song, but it's classic priest. I love it.
0: It really is. I would love to go see these guys again. Yeah, these guys are really fun live. I know they're a little bit older, but they really hold their own. They hold the stage. These guys are really fun live.
1: Yeah. And I mean, talk about a band that hit their peak and stayed at their peak. Mm -hmm. They've been at their peak since about the 80s that when they when they hit a peak and they just continuously put out they put out maybe one or two albums that weren't as great as the others. But they haven't put out a bad album since then.
0: I really liked seeing these guys sit in concert.
1: Yeah, for sure. They were a
0: great show. I'd love to see these guys again. When we went and saw them, it was like a really cool crowd. It was calm. It was cool. Where did we see these guys?
1: Frisco, San Francisco at the Warfield. We saw these guys, which is the Warfield. If you're not familiar, it's a little bit of a smaller venue out in San Francisco. And it was kind of cool to see Priest out there. It
0: was really intimate. It was really fun. I went home with a drumstick that is kind of like split in half. And then I have some guitar picks. And I would just love to see these guys again live. All right. I guess we can move on. Please check out Judas Priest. I really like this new song they put out.
1: And then Dragon Force with their song Power of the Triforce. Uh, just like Dragon Force, you know, on their last album, they had uh, The Last Dragonborn, which was a song about the video game Skyrim. This time they have Power of the Triforce, song about Legend of Zelda. Yes, yes. Uh, this
0: was fun. It was epic.
1: Yeah, it's fun. It's epic. You it's, could
0: sing along with it.
1: It's catchy. Yeah. Um, it's kind of what you expect from Dragon Force. It's not too far outside of the Dragon Force wheelhouse. Kind of sounds like it could have fit on any of their other albums, which yeah. is cool.
0: It feels like you're on a quest when you're listening to Dragon Force. Like you're, each song, you're on a mighty quest or a battle or... It, this song is really fun.
1: And they're very... Uh, their songs encourage everybody singing together, which yeah. is a very uh, you know, clan-like, and it makes their, their shows really fun. Makes it fun to listen to uh that so yeah everything they just power 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 the triforce uh. gosh
0: again here i go i love dragon force and i love seeing these guys live these guys are (laughs) so fun you got to see them in like a smaller intimate venue because they're so personable if you see them someplace small you can like touch these guys and you have the whole experience and it's so fucking fun
1: yeah their album, Warp Speed Warriors, comes out March 12th, 2024. Same week as Judas Priest. Yeah. If you haven't seen Dragon Force Live, like you said, you got to go see Dragon Force Live. The smaller the venue, the better. We saw them in a club, and yeah, we were just reaching out, touching them. They were letting us touch the guitars. Yeah. And, and uh, it was awesome. Yeah. Uh, they did release the track listing for Warp Speed Warriors. I was pretty excited about mm-hmm. that. Uh, let's just run through it real quick uh, with a, some couple surprises in there. We got Astro Warrior, Anthem, Power of the Triforce, the one we talked about today. We got Kingdom of Steel, which they said is their ballad. They got Burning Heart, Space Marine Corp. That's going to be a fun one. They have a song called The Killer Queen, which I kind of want to know what the Killer Queen is, if it has anything to do with the Queen song with a really similar title. Uh, Then there's Doomsday Party, which is their previous single. Um, And then Pixel Prison.
0: And my favorite here.
1: They got a cover. They're doing a wacky cover. They're doing "Wildest Dreams" Taylor's version.
0: I'm so excited about this. Oh God! <laughs> I hope they play this live.
1: Yeah, they might. Don't you know. say "Oh God." They like playing. We a got lot Taylor
0: of their... all up in our house. Like... My <laughs> kid is a big Taylor fan. This is going to be epic for our family. I'll
1: edit this all out, but
0: no, you better not. This is like our worlds colliding. <laughs> oh, <God.
1: laughs> But they uh, they put uh, they are putting Taylor's version. I thought that was kind of cool, making sure they're they're citing Taylor and not the the prior version, give the artist the credit and everything. But you know it'll be fun, and you know it'll be super fast because yeah. every time they cover Johnny Cash, and they did it fast. So yeah. every time they cover anything, they they do it, They do their own spin on it, and it usually doesn't really sound like the original. So uh, I think it'll be fun.
0: This will. It'll be really fun.
1: Next thing in the news in the heavy metal headlines, uh, it's it's not great news uh kiko lorero he is the um he's the guitarist in Megadeth. he is actually there he's saying he's extending his leave of absence
0: it's due to some family stuff
1: yeah but uh the way they're kind of putting it he kind of sounds like he's more just indefinitely leaving the band and i think it still kind of still
0: kinda sounds like it's like mutual kind of like for the best of everyone
1: yeah, it says uh, so. He he left the band, uh, took like a hiatus or whatever, mm-hmm. and they they got a fill in for him, uh, by the name of Timu Manisari, which Sorry.
0: sounds like a great fit. It sounds like it's all around great for everyone. Yeah, it really does.
1: They, so they got Timu in there to to fill in for him while he was, he's he had to go home and do family stuff, um, and then now I guess they they talked about their schedule and it's gonna be insane next year. So they're going to, you know, he, he just can't get on with the touring schedule with them. So they're basically just going to move forward with Timu who is the new guitarist for Megadeth and keep him in there. Kind of a bummer all around. But, yeah, I mean, they got nothing but nice things to say about him.
0: Yeah, I think this is all positive.
1: Yeah, they said, you know, they wish him the best and they hope all Megadeth fans go on and follow him. But uh, hopefully whatever he's got going on settles down. Yeah. And uh, we see more from Kiko in the future.
0: We send best wishes to his family.
1: Yeah, he has contributed. If, you, if you're if you not familiar with his contributions in Megadeth, uh, he was on Dystopia and the Sick, the Dying, and the Dead. Uh, Dystopia in 2016, the other one in uh, 2022. They actually won a Grammy for the song Dystopia off the album Dystopia. So he definitely uh, he contributed while he was there, and he pulled his weight, and they, they released some good shit.
0: So this other stuff is kind of sad.
1: Yeah, the next story isn't uh, isn't any 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 better. Here we have Charlie Domenici. He was the original singer from Dream Theater. He's passed away. Uh, if you're not familiar with him, he wasn't really uh, a part of Dream Theater's heyday or anything like that. He was just on their first album when Dreams or sorry when Dream and Day Unite. Um, he but was a
0: great singer, though.
1: His voice was insanely good. So he if he was a great singer, but they thought he had a little bit more of a pop vibe, and I think he might have even agreed with that. Mm-hmm. But so he didn't quite fit with a like a metal band, you know, Dream Theater. Uh, so then they moved on. They ended up getting a different singer after him. But he did. He found his first uh, success with Frankie and the Knockouts and he was just a guitarist and a backing vocal before he came into Dream Theater. Yeah. Uh, so it wasn't his first time in a band. He contributed a lot in the music world, and that first Dream Theater album is really great, and mm-hmm. it, his voice is really great on it. I'm, I'm interested to know how Dream Theater would have sounded if they would have put out their future albums and kept him in. I wonder if he would have evolved into something more metal. or, Or
0: just, yeah.
1: Wonder if he had it in him. Well, on a little bit of a lighter note, Trinity Professor Luke O'Neill is speaking out for heavy metal music. This is a professor, and for some reason, he's an advocate all of a sudden for heavy metal.
0: I like hearing stuff like this. <laughs> I like it when a scientist or a professor or somebody pits out something like this.
1: I've, I like anybody metal who gives gives the heavy metal community. <laughs> credibility because we need it okay we need it we have d snyder he's kind (laughs) of smart but um what he specifically said is he said regarding heavy metal he said it can be a force for good in the world particularly with regard to climate change it turns out lots of themes within the songs of heavy metal bands are about climate change he even talks about the band napalm death and the band the clash which he admits is a little bit more punk but i mean napalm death like he's you know he's not just talking about ACDC or you know Guns mm-hmm. N' Roses or some big band that everybody's heard of he's talking about some pretty underground <laughs> shit so he definitely knows this heavy metal Yeah, and uh, he just talks about how a lot of the songs uh, even though they come off angry or loud or something like that they're usually about having making the world overall better
0: yeah I would agree with that they have a really positive vibe what about this hand, head banging stuff his, um,
1: yeah, it was kind of funny. He, he he wanted to go so far as arguing that headbanging is even healthy for you. He said headbanging is actually pretty healthy as long as you don't go over 90 degrees.
0: Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so uh, he's arguing that headbanging is, is strengthening your neck. <laughs> otherwise, it'll rattle around. Don't
0: come you. at this guy with anything saying metal is not good for you. <laughs> He has got a response for everything.
1: And then last but not least, Tis the Season, we got a couple Christmas songs out. We got in the rock and roll world. The rock and roll world.
0: Rock and roll world. (laughs) (laughs) We have Bon Jovi and Buck Cherry. They both released a Christmas song. These Christmas songs are fun. I really like the Bon Jovi one.
1: Yeah, they're, they're kind of two different takes on a Christmas song. It, you know, Bon—it's—it's it's like Bon it's, Jovi's is like a Christmas song that Bon Jovi is singing.
0: So it is. Christmas isn't Christmas by Bon Jovi, mm-hmm. but it's really pretty. Like it's a good song. Beautiful.
1: Yeah, it's a and good Christmas it, song.
0: It'll make you really miss somebody that you miss, and it'll give you all kinds of feels, and it's going to be on some christmas playlist and stuff like that it's really pretty
1: yeah it's definitely the kind of song you want on when you're you're with the family and everything like that Mm -hmm. um
0: i could see it on the radio
1: it's not it doesn't sound like a bon jovi song but i kind of me at all but i kind of feel like maybe you know that's what they were going for they Mm -hmm. were going for a christmas song
0: it's really pretty i really love this i would take a whole album of songs like this from bon jovi a Christmas album. Give me something like Mariah Carey does, but Bon Jovi style. And I'd really like that. I could get behind that. They've,
1: maybe they have. Who knows? Who
0: knows? <laughs> I should check that shit out. Somebody fact check us, please. <laughs> Bug
1: Cherry uh, did Tell Them It's Christmas. And it's a completely different take on it. Mm-hmm. It's a very rock and roll song, but it's got completely Christmas lyrics. Yeah. So instead of, uh, you know, the Bon Jovi one didn't really sound like a Bon Jovi song. This really sounds like a Buck Cherry song, as far as the the rhythm, the blues, the the guitars. Yeah,
0: like the beat to it, the sound of it. It does sound Buck Cherry, and I'm a buckcherry fan. People know me. I pit Buck Cherry on. I really like Buck Cherry. I tell you, go see Buck Cherry. But I was really disappointed by this Christmas song.
1: <laughs> Why?
0: <laughs> because it wasn't like "Sex Strikes" and "Rock and Roll," like I wanted from Buck Cherry. It was just like Christmas and kid stuff and a kid laughing. And I just wanted more from Buckcherry. I was
1: disappointed. I, yeah, you know, on, <laughs> on I was expecting a little bit of that or some sort of... And I of really
0: a, love Josh Todd and I really love Buck Cherry.
1: Yeah, uh, it, it was...
0: I just want something from them that they give me.
1: What was the line about uh, cookies in the oven... Made with lots of loving. Mm-hmm. That was a little weird to hear Josh Todd say. Mm-hmm.
0: It really was. <laughs> um,
1: but on the flip side, I you know I was thinking about it because I kind of felt the same way when I first listened to it. But then when I was thinking about, it, I think, well, what is the point of making a Christmas song? Like, who wants to make a Christmas song? Yeah, Buck Cherry or you know these tattooed you know guys talk you know sing about sex and drugs and mm-hmm. go live the life, but. You know why do you really want to make a Christmas song? It's because you like Christmas music and you want it to be played with Christmas music. You want people to enjoy your song with Christmas music, and I kind of feel like if you want that to be done, you're going to need to leave some of the some of the pussy. It's out of
0: there. definitely a children's Christmas song.
1: Yeah, it could be played with his a
0: kids or his grandkids.
1: Yeah, you know, and and that's why it doesn't get ruled out of any Christmas playlists. And I uh-huh. feel like maybe that is their that is their goal is to just be a part of the holidays
0: hard sexy christmas song where am i gonna get that
1: twisted christmas <laughs> don't <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right is this it
1: all right takes done? us to the end here before we head out we have our new album spotlight we have two albums we really wanted to talk about the two albums that need to be listened to that we have on repeat right now. The first one is Receiver. Uh, That's the band. They released the album Whispers of Lore. And I just kind of caught wind of this. This is their debut album, but I love this album. It sounds a lot like...
0: Um... It
1: sounds a lot like New Wave of British heavy metal. (laughs) What?
0: No, go on. <laughs> go on. What? It sounds a lot like British metal. Go on.
1: It sounds a lot like the new, like new wave of British heavy metal. Um, I got a little bit of uh, background on this band. Uh, thanks to Chad Bower with Heavy Metal Music HQ. There's a great interview. I looked it up. You can go find it if you want. Uh, these guys came from uh, Cyprus which is right between Egypt, Greece, Turkey, Lebanon, all that stuff. Uh, That's kind of right in there. They started in 2011, uh, took like a big hiatus for like six years, and then got back together, a couple new members, new sound, kind of new stuff. This is their debut album. I love it. It is, it's all guitars. You could tell the guitars are the star of the show. There's dueling guitars, two guitars.
0: I agree. It sounds like... The guitarist wrote the album.
1: It sounds that way. Yeah. Because it's just, it is very much led by the guitars. It's got a really gallopy, gallopy feel to it. Yeah.
0: It's got a real big buildup. It's got like an Iron Maiden vibe to it.
1: Yeah. And I put if, you know, if there was one to listen to. My favorite on the album is called "Falling to Dust." It's a big. It's got like a big epic thing to it. Uh, I really like that one. But let's run through these. Uh, the members. I'm gonna really try my best with their names here. Uh, we got Nicoletta Cipriano on vocals, Andreas Kyriakou, and Charolambos, Vasios on guitars. We have Loizos Kalkamos on bass and Giannis. Xanthau on drums. Uh, these guys put out a great album. If you got a chance, go check that one out. Next album we have to put a spotlight, and the final one, Take Us Home This Week. It's called. The band is named Death's Head in the Space Illusion with an A. They released the album Luke to Ferule. Uh, it's super hard uh, to spell that, but <laughs> uh, we'll have a link for you up on uh, our website as usual. Uh, these guys from Finland. This one is not quite as uh, epic as is receipt is uh, yeah, as a receiver. But it's um it's a little bit harder hitting with the guitar, a little bit punchier.
0: It's a little more headbanging.
1: It's a little bit more headbanging. Yeah,
0: where the other one was like I don't know. This one's more circle pit, more yeah. headbanging, heavy metal type of vibes.
1: This feels like weightlifting music to me. It feels like intense music. You but know? good
0: vocals that you can, very yes. good vocals.
1: We, and we got, we got clean vocals pretty much all the way through. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like the thrashy vocals, but that's just me. Uh, this isn't their debut album. Their first album was actually the Counterbalance. They put that out in 2019. I was checking that out as well. I do think this album is actually the better album, which is usually the plan to put out uh, better albums as you go along. So I do think they're uh, putting out even better shit. So Death's Head and the Space Illusion.
0: Please check these guys out.
1: Luke 2 for Rule just came out. <laughs> you will love it. Check out them and Receiver, Whispers of Lore. Those are the album spotlight of the week. And that is our Heavy Metal Headlines. And this is a guy growing a rock pod. Where can they go to find information about these bands? <laughs>
0: uh, please check out a Gaia Girl on a Rock out There you'll find a link and you can check out all these guys. You can support them. You can check out where they're going to be um, touring and you can buy tickets.
1: Where can they go to contact us?
0: <laughs> you can go to our email at a Gaia on a Rock or a Gaia Girl on a Rock Pod at gmail.com. <laughs>
1: And where can they find us on social media? You
0: can find us on Instagram at a girl on a rock pod.
1: And what should everybody do rock. until they see us next time?
0: <laughs> Please rock out with your fucking pod out. <laughs>